this is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, welcome Thursday, 12 uh, January, Year of Our Lord, 2023. Okay, in the previous hour... We had uh, Mike Davis, who, uh, you know, has been up at work for Grassley, clerk for Gorsuch, one of the top guys on, on, on Capitol Hill right now, a real veteran. And we had, um, we had Cash Patel, who's inside the number one, kind of the lead of our entire group in the White House and the whole Trump movement in fighting the administrative state of the deep state into the details. Remember, both of those gentlemen, uh, Mike Davis was the first guy down in Mar-a-Lago on the 8th of August, or the first guy that really defended Trump about this entire thing of the Presidential Records Act. He also is the first to call for a special prosecutor, a special counsel in the Biden situation. Very first. said said, you absolutely have to do it, and it was done today. And then they got into the details of the fight against the administrative state or the deep state in this aspect of national security. And I had Seb in. I remember Seb's known as a big radio host. Now he's got the Seb Gorgon show. He's all over. He's got podcasts. He's doing... But he was, my, he was my editor at Breitbart, and I took him to the White House. He was my deputy over in the White House to kind of organize all the strategic thing. And he talked about how we'd come up with really the first national security strategy in 20, 25 years. It really was a strategy, and it looked at the reason it shocked people, and they don't want to talk about it now. It pivoted from this Cold War mentality to actually a confrontation with the Chinese Communist Party. It's one of the reasons... I'm the only American civilian in history that's fully sanctioned by the Chinese Communist Party. It happened at three minutes into the Biden regime in, um, in uh, 2021. Right after noon, they sanctioned Pottinger, myself, Navarro, Pompeo. But it, 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 it did a refocus. We, we had changed the Overton windows. One of the things I was trying to do in the entire apparatus is to change it away from B- Obama's failed pivot to Asia to really confront this is not about China, it's about the Chinese Communist Party. And the, the uh, guy Rogan over at the Washington Post wrote the definitive book on Trump's war with the, those four years in the White House about the confrontation with China called Chaos Under Heaven, Xi versus, um, versus Trump. And in there, they say, look, you've had accommodationists, you've got realists, you've got hardliners, you have all these camps that have been around. But there's a new camp, and it's headed up by Bannon, and it's called the Superhawks. And the Superhawks question the very legitimacy of the Chinese Communist Party, the very legitimacy. And they say, hey, the transnational criminal organization, and we have to support Lao Beijing, the Chinese people, in taking it down. And that should be our principal focus from national security and how you do it. And you, don't, and you, you can't be dumb and just think about kinetic war because we can't have trillion dollar defense budgets. I was arguing that in the White House in the spring and summer of 2017. Simultaneously, and this has come up from since January of 2020, of which our show, we were the very first people in all media, in all media to pivot. We were doing war room impeachment, and I pivoted to war room pandemic, of which we kept to just up before the holidays when we shifted right before the midterms to just war room. 
And why was that? Why were we able to pivot? Because we have very deep relationships in China. We have very deep relationships with the freedom movement in China and with freedom fighters in China. And we knew right away something was wrong when, uh, and this is coming up in a, in a couple of weeks, Chinese New Year's was canceled. You know, we do huge broadcasts in China. Lao Beijing and the Chinese nationals will follow us know that. But we became the, the preeminent place to get information on the pandemic in the very early days. And, you know, I have a number of people I know in the mainstream media here, and they were saying, Bannon, your war room impeachment thing's kind of on fire. Why would you pivot to this, to this uh, about a flu bug? This is ridiculous. This, what do you mean a pandemic? What's a pandemic? What became evident in this time, just like what was evident against the battle on deconstructing the administrative state on that war with Cash Patel and Mike Davis and Seb Gorka and Devin Nunez and many others against the national security apparatus that led to the Committee on the Weaponization of Government, and we wouldn't have gotten that unless this audience, and we had one last week. There's another uh, flank to this war that we now know. And quite frankly, it's been happening years, but it became relevant and revealed itself during the pandemic with, through people that were not politically aligned with us whatsoever. In fact, they were opposite. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. from the Kennedy clan. Naomi Wolf who was at George Magazine. I think she's one of the editors at George under John F. Kennedy Jr. And she's Naomi, we've known her better for years. I mean, I used to go after her at Breitbart time, one of the biggest progressives out there. Uh, uh, Dr. Malone, a, a guy who was a Biden supporter, not, and, and people like Ed Dow, these, these, these Wall Street types that are not aligned with MAGA or the Trump movement. But what they have exposed in the last two years, just on this show alone, in the, in the quality of analytics and the quality of work, is that the biomedical security state is just as much, and maybe even, if you can believe it, more of a threat, more of a threat to the American people than even the national security state, which we now have a church commission, which I've argued for for five years, that you need one, like Frank Church did back in the 70s. We need to do the same. In the weaponization of government, I hope that that mandate, that writ, is expanded to also look at this. If not, I can tell you there will be a committee. We have a select committee on China. We have the weaponization of government. The whole aspect is this aspect of the of the of the um, of the weaponization of the of the biomedical industry, which has such massive, massive, massive implications, not just to the country and the world, but to the American people and future generations. So I've got two of the leaders, intellectual leaders, who really are. Uh, heroes, because everybody's everybody on this biomedical side they have tried to go because you're like they've tried to go and destroy these highly credentialed people, whether from the institutions they were associated with or the or the licenses they have or the reputations they have. And I asked Ed Dowd and, and Dr. Malone to join me tonight, Ed. And here's why: you had something on Getter that I found stunningly. Fascinating, because I said Ed Dowd is a very smart guy, and one of the reasons is everything he talks about is informed by data and evidence. I mean, it's, it's a because having worked on Wall Street, I relate to that. Boom! It's on the Wall Street's not a place for rhetoric; it's a place for how the math manifests itself into reality. You put up on Getter, and I don't know if we have it in Memphis because I got him too late. You said expect you've seen enough tells. Expect a major shift in narrative to come quickly from the White House. I think that was basically it. 
Can you walk us through? And I got Dr. Mohamed. I, I want to have you two guys on. Explain to our audience what Ed Dowd means by that, sir. Sure. So in my seat uh, in this debacle that's unfolding, I'm privy to a lot of chatter and communication with sources. And uh, over the weekend, one of my sources in the government told me that uh, there's going to be a narrative change that the White House is potentially preparing to declare an epidemic, uh, an epidemic of sudden death, and that they might blame uh, long COVID and potentially, believe it or not, climate change. Um, that's being debated now in the in the uh, in the halls of government. Whether they do it or not, it doesn't matter. But the reason why I put that tweet out because I hear a lot of chatter. Two, a couple things happened. One, we had the Monday night football incident, which raised the consciousness of the country. And then the Rasmussen poll, which came out, which suggests that the awareness of vaccine, sudden death and injuries is is going uh, bigger than I think most people think. So I think the, the uh, establishment has to address the issue of sudden death and disability. And they're going to likely blame long COVID. And if they throw climate change in there, that would be even more comical. I want to go, though, before I go to Dr. Malone, I want to go back to sudden death because you have been bringing this up. Walk us through. What, what, they're seeing something. They have to have a narrative change. So the long COVID or, or, or um, climate change, they'll figure out something. But what is the math that they now know that they can't hide from? Walk us through what the reality is as far as you see it and in, in personified in the mathematics about this issue of sudden death. And yeah, he's obviously, and I think you've had a couple more people today. And by the way, you had the Air Force Academy, you had the 21-year-old super healthy Air Force Academy cadet who was a football player just dropped dead. I mean, it's happening. It's so bizarre. It's happening on time. But what does the math tell you that you think they're looking at and they understand they can't, they can't uh, dance away from this anymore? Yeah, in my book, Cause Unknown, I, I ended the book by saying they see what we see. And at this point, it's a cover-up. But the numbers are getting so big and the awareness of this situation is starting to spread. Uh, you know, Dr. Malone's book, uh, The Lies My Government Told Me, my book, other people speaking on the issue. It's becoming uh, too big to hide. And the most recent disability data as of December uh, it was up 100,000 over November. The high was in September, 33.2 million disabled, up 3.2 million since uh, 2021 began. And of that, 1.7 million are employed. So whatever's going on is disabling the employed and most able-bodied amongst us. Obviously, uh, I blame it on two things, mass vaccination program and job mandates. So the numbers are becoming large. They're affecting the economy and it's becoming too big to hide. Funeral home companies are having issues uh, like getting people in the ground. Insurance company losses are starting to take uh, massive amounts of uh, 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 Reading, uh, Lincoln Financial was down 30% last quarter on a horrendous write-off they had to do. They had to raise capital. So it's starting to emerge. It's becoming too big to hide. So they're going to have to, and this is why I decided to go out with that tweet uh, or getter, uh, they're going to have to change the narrative. And when I got that information over the weekend, it, it fit with what I was seeing, uh, you know, from my seat. But in your seat, before I go to Dr. Moan, in your seat, being a former guy at BlackRock and a, and a portfolio manager, fund manager that had to be, be uh, that had to be, uh, you were compensated or you were you were held accountable by your your the hard math of your return. You say that this is caused by mass vaccinations and or mandates that led to people to have to take the vaccine. 
There's nothing in your debt. When they look at that, you're saying right now you believe in the White House. They're seeing the exact same thing and coming to the same conclusion you are. That's why the narrative change is either going to be long COVID or, or uh, climate change. Is there any way to interpret the data, in your opinion, in professional opinion, that could lead one to believe that it's not from the vaccines, not from the vac- mass vaccinations, not from the mandates about vaccinations, but it is something from the virus itself, sir. Not not the solution to the virus, but actually the virus. Well, that would mean that the virus is only affecting the employed more so than the general population. The map is pretty much in at this point. Something happened in 21 and 22, and it's been detriment, detrimental to your health to be employed, whatever the cause. So something is going on that's only really affecting disproportionately the employed and most able-bodied amongst us versus the general population. When we looked at the disability disability data as of November of 2022, we discovered that the employed uh, of the country had a disability rate increase of 31% versus the general population of 8%. This is 16 to 64. Uh, Then we looked at not in labor force. Those are the people who left the labor force, most likely due to the fact they quit because they didn't want the jab or they were fired because they wouldn't take the jab. Their health outcome and their disability rate of change is only 4%. So if this is a virus, it's only going after the employee at, at this point, as far as we can tell. So that, that, that won't hold water in my, my book. Also, the group life policyholders uh, are generally healthier than the average uh, general U.S. population. It's proven by the Society of Actuaries in prior studies. That relationship flipped in 2021, 40% excess mortality for 25 through 64 versus the general U.S. population of 32%. So as far as I'm concerned, this is a national security issue. I blame the vaccines. If it's not the vaccines, then what is it? Why aren't we talking about it? So, Dr. Malone, it, it, with that evidence that they're looking at, and now they're trying to do a narrative shift for, 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 for either climate change or, or long COVID or whatever, in your book, and, and for people that haven't gotten it, I recommend you got to get Ed's book will shock and dismay you. Um, and he makes the math simple enough that even those that are not uh, Wall Street hedge fund managers can understand it. Lies My Government Told Me is a different type of book because it takes it's about the arc of a journey of an individual, but it, 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 it's about what happened in this process, and it's quite stunning that they will lie about anything. Here's what I don't get. With, with Ed's now these numbers becoming more and more obvious and you can't look away from them, why in the last... I don't know, 72 hours, have we had, there are 48 hours even, we've had the release now of the FDA not putting up all the information about Moderna in, in, for, the, uh, for, the, uh, for the, the bivalent uh, booster. And I think this gets back to the Rasmussen thing where people just are not buying it, right? Only 4% of the people think they should take a booster. We have that disclosure. On top of it, I can't correct me, it was today, I think, they extended, Biden extended the emergency itself, yes. the underlying emergency itself for another 90 days. So how can yes. that, how can they look at this information and do the two things we know they've done over the last 48 hours, Dr. Robert Malone? Well, I think we were told back in February by the New York Times, and then subsequently that was backed up by the reports from the CDC <clears throat> and the senior executive service that came out a couple months ago. 
where it's now clearly documented that the CDC has become politicized. It's a functionally a political arm of the White House. They're no longer functioning in the way that their primary charter suggests that they should do. And Steve, you're you're a very sophisticated person in terms of politics. You understand that these people are in a box now. They've lied to us. They've misrepresented the data. They put the health of the American people at jeopardy uh, and, and directly harmed them. I just did a podcast for an hour with a vaccine injured uh, who, who broadcast to the vaccine injured. They've tried to suppress all this information, but uh, as they say, uh, the truth will out, you know, uh, uh, the truth is like a lion. And, and so now it's coming out in a flood. And it's, for many of us, it's been no surprise, but it's so overwhelming that it's very difficult for them to counter this. The, and their usual tools have been defanged. The fact checker organizations, the social media weaponization consequent to the Twitter files, all of their usual toolkit is being stripped away. And they're left bereft uh, facing the data with very little that they can do. And I think what we're seeing is people running for the exits. I think they're seeking cover. And as we, uh, together with Naomi, discussed the other day, I think what we're seeing is, is a cascade of limited hangouts where people are trying to cover their backside by disclosing fragments of information and trying to distract the public, but it's not gonna work. I just had a call from uh, somebody moments ago that's connecting me with the House leadership for the uh, anticipated new investigations that are gonna proceed not under the church committee, but autonomously. You just sent me a link from Axios that details many of those potential committees ways and means, et cetera. And uh, then, then Biden predictably pulls the trigger yet again on re-upping for the next 90 days. They have repeatedly asserted that they will give a public health and pharma and everyone else a heads up at least 60 days before they stop the uh, declaration of emergency. And as Bobby Kennedy said a year ago on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, and you may recall MSNBC, uh, Mika blowing a circuit over this. He said they will never give up power until they're forced to do so. They will never rescind these extra, essentially war powers that they've obtained unless they're forced to do so. And now the House is in position that they're gonna force them to do so. I, I think that, that 2023 is starting to look very interesting as I say, pass the popcorn, because uh, the the chickens are coming home to roost and they're going to have to deal with the consequence. Yeah. What we did in the last hour, we talked about like the special counsel today. Her, He is the enforcer of much of what went on in, in Russiagate. So all the people that know about the nullification process, particularly Cash, Mike Davis, myself, Sub, others, um, understand what they're doing on the national security side. I want to make sure Grace Chong and Captain Bannon know that we just broke some news here on um, on uh, on the show with Dr. Malone. Uh, and by the way, I got John Mills coming on in the next hour, next part of this hour. I'll talk about the church uh, committee. He's a senior intelligence officer at DIA. Um, 
Well, Steve, if I can amplify that on that a little bit, in parallel, it looks like we're going to please, please. Looks like we're going to be testifying in the European Parliament in March. So there's a great opportunity for really a transatlantic uh, forcing function in terms of truth telling to occur. Well, I think what's happening, but I think I think the European Parliament is big. Don't get me wrong, but I think what's happening here structurally is that. Uh, you've got the China Select Committee. You've got the weaponization of government. And I think the weaponization of government is looking at, at least right now, there's so many issues with DOJ and FBI and things we have to get to that this issue about the biomedical security state and what happened here from, from the beginning to the end, for all, everything from the COVID and Fauci and gain of function, everything like that, all the way through the vaccines, taking Ed's data, that is such an enormous undertaking. I think that they are. There, because a lot of things are being formed right now. They have people sitting there going, "Hey, you almost have to bifurcate these, and you have to bifurcate them because they're so complicated." And uh, that's that's why I think that's why. But here's the point: you you called it. It's a magnificent phrase. You said they've been given war powers. We said this on the show in the very first week that President Trump was actually a wartime president and had to should should act like that to, to the simple fact of. Uh, you've got to get to the bottom of everything these guys are talking about, whether it's whether it's, you know, 15 days to 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 stop the spread, the I, the capacity, the IC units, all this, what Fauci was putting out nonstop, particularly the fact we're the first guys reported back in the spring of 2020 about Fauci and gain of function. So what yeah. would you what this is what I think is very hard to grasp. They just extended their war powers for another 90 days. Walk our into how do they have the chutzpah, or do they do they need to have the war powers to protect what they're doing? Because this is going to lead to a clash in the House very quickly. Why 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 do they need to extend their own war powers when obviously the the COVID is not nearly as lethal? There's no need to have an emergency powers for this, sir. Well, they're justifying it. They've been teeing this up now by talking about Kraken. This new variant that is muttered about darkly as more highly infectious, but even uh, Kirchhoff at the World Health Organization uh, can't make any statements about it being more pathogenic. So this is like saying, well, we've got a, a respiratory virus, a cold virus that's more infectious, but we can't really say whether or not it is more lethal or brings people into the hospital. The data, part of the reason why they can't say it is because the data are very clear, starting with this recent Cleveland Clinic study, that the more highly jabbed you are, the more likely you're going to end up hospitalized with any of these viral variants. So they're now in a box. If they come clean about what's really going on, then they have to acknowledge, as Ed's been pointing out, the risks associated with the repeated vaccination, which includes immune imprinting and all the things around that. So they've, the virus has basically boxed both world government and national government in. But uh, there, there is such a huge cluster of policies that have been built around these special powers, having to do with Medicare, having to do with finance, having to do with a variety of public policies, the, the authorization for the jabs, uh, the authorization for many of these drugs, remember the monoclonal antibodies aren't working anymore. Uh, it, it goes on and on and on. They have exploited these uh, war powers 
in order to implement, let's say, extra constitutional policies, which include, of course, the bypassing of the First Amendment and collusion with tech and, I suspect, strongly with corporate media. And now they're in a position, if they rescind that uh, declaration, even though Biden said that the outbreak is over, if they if they let this lapse, then they're going to ha have a sudden catastrophic failure of a whole cluster of policies, which is why they had to extend it, because they've said they need at least 60 days to plan for what to do uh, for all these policies and to wind them down. Okay, so Ed, this is a great transition. We talked about forcing function. One of the biggest forcing functions in the nation's capital is the reality of economics on the ground somewhere, whether it's the financial crisis, et cetera. Your math has, show, has showed that we almost have a financial crisis of 2008 that's building. When is the economics of the insurance industry? When are they going to start? When, when are some, when's the economics going to get so brutal for these companies that they're going to come forward and say, hey, look, we either got to take a timeout, we got to reverse, you can't change narratives on this. Are they in back of, are they driving, are these the guys driving the narrative change? The good news on that front is my uh, colleague, Josh Sterling, who was with me during Senator Johnson's testimony, is working with insurance executives. He has a working group to bring this issue to light and to get somebody in a position of authority to at least uh, bring the issue to light. And the good news is it sounds like there's progress. There's uh, more uh, uh, awakening amongst the insurance executives that something might be off here. You have to remember these uh, CEOs mandated the jabs across the board and they themselves took the jabs. So there's been a, a little problem with cognitive dissonance and uh, emotional positioning on the issue. So it's hard to rationalize facts to people whose position is based on emotion. So we're slowly chipping away at that. And Josh Sterling is making some headway at this point. I'm a Wall Street guy. We don't. I don't need some insurance executive to tell me uh, what's going on. I already know. I'm 100% convicted, and uh, that's the way I see it. Uh, and I think a lot of other people see it that way. But we do need a log, log jam broken at some point. These insurance companies, life insurance companies especially, are the bag holders ultimately. Lincoln Financial. They had to raise capital. They got smoked on their universal life policies, where there's a lapse rate uh, that's built in. And it was off, and it's due to the fact that people are not canceling their insurance policies because morbidity leads mortality. Okay, hang on for a second. I'm going to return. we got Dr. Uh, Robert Malone um, is joining us, and Ed Dowd. Ed Dowd's a tremendous financial work in this. Short commercial break, be back. Colonel John Mills is going to join us also talk about the church committee, parallels to the weaponization of government committee. Next in the world. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, a deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. 
Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bandon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Friends, you have to be blind not to see what's going on around the world. We're facing worldwide chaos on a whole new level. And it could all hit home really quickly in the form of food shortages, not to mention sky-high prices for basic groceries. That's why so many people are stocking up on emergency food right now. This food stays fresh in long-term storage, so it's ready when you need it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company, and right now they're knocking 200 bucks off their three-month emergency food kit. That's $200. Just go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com to get this kit. Your kit comes packed with delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Enough to feed one person for three solid months. Be sure to get one kit per person in your family so you don't run out. You'll save $200 per kit by going to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com. My Patriot Supply wants to make it affordable for you to protect your family. So don't delay. You get free shipping also. Go to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com. Take action. Do it today. Starting the new year, how will you prepare yourself, friends, and family? In the news, you're seeing constant government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflicts, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. And relying on your cell phone in these scenarios simply won't cut it. That's why over the last year, I've been partnering with Satellite Phone Store to help you stay prepared and ensure your vital communications stay private. They're one of America's largest satellite companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. For a limited time, Satellite Phone Store has a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon. Get a bivy stick or an Imarsat satellite phone included with an annual agreement. Remember, that's you get a bivy stick or a Marsat satellite phone included with an annual agreement. Now, Satellite Phone Store's customer support team is located in the United States of America and can help you pick the best plan for you. Go to sat.com right now. That's sat123.com slash Bannon. Sat123.com slash Bannon. And get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That is sat123.com slash Bannon, sat123.com slash Bannon. Get it today. Take action, action, action. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Dr. Malone, they just extended the war powers for the biomedical security state for another 90 days. I'll do another 90 days after that. What? What does the Republican House, we, we in the last hour, we said McCarthy tonight and Jordan tonight have to come out and say that um, 
if they don't terminate uh, Robert Hur as the special prosecutor on Biden because of the total setup, that the the, the um, weaponization of government committee will call him as their first witness. That's the leverage. What does McCarthy and the leadership in the House need to do to stop this madness from just continuing on? Because as Biden said six months ago, the uh, the pandemic's over. People know the pandemic's over. They're just trying to keep their war powers. What does Dr. Robert Malone recommend they do to shut this thing down tonight? Well, right now, there's a request for a supplemental, I think it's $23 billion, uh, to continue these policies having to do with the COVID crisis. That needs to be unfunded. There needs to be a action by the House to uh, rescind funding and authorization for the declaration of national emergency. Such a, a declaration was uh, passed in the Senate uh, prior to the elections and the House refused to take it up. The House now needs to take action and move forward with their own determination. This resolution is not supported by the Hill. Um, Beyond that, there's the cascade of investigations that need to kick off to get to the bottom. What the American public really wants to do is understand what the heck happened. How did this virus come to pass? How did these policies get imported into the White House uh, from the CCP? Why have they been sustained? And I think one of the most important and most straightforward things that this uh, house could look into is the employment of the other transactional authority authorization contract authorization, which has been used to uh, engage Pfizer and Moderna to produce these products and to provide the liability protections that they've had and uh, allow them to proceed under these contracts without any normal oversight. This is really straightforward. And it involves the Department of Defense, I'm sorry to say. It is a DOD pathway using an OTA that is at the root of all of what is ugly that's happened with the vaccine industry right now. Uh, Ed Dowd, what is your recommendations? What needs to happen? What needs to happen immediately so that they can't uh, pivot to a, a, some phony narrative on long COVID or so they don't have the opportunity to do that. What, what's your recommendation for action that needs to be taken? I wholeheartedly agree with Dr. Malone's recommendations. Additionally, I'm making myself available to testify if there's any committees. Um, at this point, the vaccine makers need to, uh, the burden of proof is on them to prove the safety and effectiveness of the drug. We know the drug is not effective. The safety issue is a disaster. So they need, they need to come before Congress and, and the burden of proof is on them. Um, and uh, I would like those in Congress and the Senate who haven't spoken out on this issue to get a little more brave. All we need are people to talk about it. And at the very least, we need to highlight that something has happened to the employed population of our country. And at the very least, it's a national security concern. So I'll be more than happy to talk to anyone who wants to listen to me. Dr. Mo, before we leave, uh, and I want to get your back, we'll track you down about the FDA, what should be done and what happened there. But is this to Ed's? If you look at Ed's analysis, is this really a clinical trial for both the Moderna and the Pfizer and the Johnson? Is this really because a clinical trial here would no, normally take 
what, five to seven years before you could perfect the vaccines till it was, it was safe enough to go out to the general population, maybe longer, 10 years, maybe you never got it. But if you had to look at this as just a clinical trial, and we were in the third year of that clinical trial, would you say that this clinical trial so far, let's leave the mass vaccination aside, it's got all the casualty figures that Ed puts up, but from a scientific perspective of what we're finding out about the vaccine, has to date, if this was just a clinical trial, has this been a successful clinical trial, or would you say that logically, in the, in the normal way things should work, people say, you know what, I don't think we're going down the wrong path. What are your thoughts on that? Number one, if this is a trial, as you and I and, and uh, um, we discussed yesterday regarding this CDC, uh, uh, I'm sorry, um, CNN document, uh, it has been a gross failure to meet normal clinical research requirements. If it was a clinical trial, we already have an abundant safety signal that should shut the trial down. That it this should not be allowed to proceed, and of course, these products should be taken off the market. If this was a clinical trial, it also should be stopped because of the uh, failure to adequately capture and process the data. So we've had all kinds of efforts to obscure the information that should be completely open and transparent in any clinical trial. It completely fails on multiple levels, but the safety signals alone would normally cause at a minimum a pause in the trial in order to determine what is the pathogenesis, the relationship of these adverse events to the drug treatment. And frankly, we already have enough data to make that assessment, in my opinion. And if, you know, that it, it just, it, to call it a clinical trial is obscene because as has been noted from the outset, uh, the decisions were made to destroy the control groups. So we don't have any good comparators. And what's being done is the same strategy that's been used throughout the vaccine industry for decades. We compare one vaccine to another. We don't compare a vaccine to a control. The inside the industry, we call this uh, turtles all the way down. In other words, we're comparing this vaccine to that vaccine, to the one before, to the one before, and then eventually you get down to the point where the initial vaccine that was developed and tested really was not tested properly, and it had no comparative at all. So you're ever, all of the analyses are biased by comparing to other things which also have toxicity and problems. We're we're what this has really revealed all the way through this is the depth of corruption and data manipulation that the pharmaceutical industry has managed to prosecute against the American people for the entire vaccine enterprise. They've used the same tricks. And in this case, they've just weaponized them and industrialized them to a level that has never been seen before. So if it's a trial, it's a failed trial, it should be halted. And probably, I argue that the people that have been involved in setting this up, really, if it was me, I would expect to lose my right as a physician researcher to conduct clinical research in the future. The, the, the fraud and misrepresentations that have gone on here are deep and profound. 
the the book is Lies My Government Told Me. How do people get the book and how do they get to your Substack to see all your content and your social media? Well, thanks, Steve. And of course, it's Getter is the best uh, at RW Malone MD. Now our Twitter account is over 900,000 followers. Thank you. Our Getter account is almost 500,000. The Substack is rwmalonemd.substack.com. And the book is available from all booksellers. I hesitate to advocate for Amazon, given all of their various malfeasance, but you can get it from Amazon or Barnes & Noble or your favorite local bookseller now. It's wide, widely available. Thank you. Dr. Malone, thank you. Thank you so much for being on here. Fantastic. Uh, Always Ed, my pleasure. Uh, your, your book... Your book kind of brought the Wall Street crowd in here. Um, how do people get it? And uh, obviously, you're going to be one of the big, uh, as Dr. Lone will be one of the big witnesses coming forward. How do people get your book as a backgrounder? Uh, the book is Cause Unknown. It's found on Amazon. You can also go to Skyars Publishing, other bookstores. Um, and the website that I want to direct people to is at financetechnologies.com. That's spelled P-H-I. We have the Humanity Project that has all the data that I've been talking about, all the excess mortality, the disability data. We continue to uh, do an even deeper analysis. We're looking at the Pfizer trials, and we're going to link statistically that to what we're seeing in the real world. We're working with Naomi Wolf's group. We had a call today. We just keep charging ahead. We keep uh, getting more pieces of the puzzle. It gets worse and worse and worse. No, the whole died suddenly thing is now at the top of the agenda. So, and you're one of the intellectual leaders of of getting to the bottom of that and saving people's lives. I think it's quite depressing that even if the best case you put on this, this was a clinical trial, Dr. Malone said that it's an abject failure and should be shut down immediately. That that is that is here on a clinical trial. Think about the mass vaccinations. That's what gets to your math. That's the issue. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, go ahead. Thank you. Go ahead, brother. No, go uh, ahead. The Pfizer trial in the uh, uh, the FOIA request that came out in November showed that the all-cause mortality endpoint was a failure. This product should have never been launched according to normal golden rule FDA standards. So they failed the all-cause mortality endpoint. Should have been shut down then. Ed, thank you very much. We'll get you. We'll get you up on Getter, and I'll send people to get the book. Causes unknown. Cause unknown. Guess maybe the cause unknown thing can be unknown too much longer. Uh, let me go to John Mills. I want to get particularly now we're we're in waters now that you need experts, right? You, you need people that have been there. And and uh, John uh, Mills has uh, dedicated his life to his country, served his country. Colonel Mills, walk me through the analogies now. We've got about uh, five or six minutes. I want you to walk through the church committee and how you see this weaponization or government committee playing out. Yeah, thank you, Steve. Uh, real quick, that OTA thing, I did not realize they were using the DOD OTA. That's a total misuse. And that was actually designed for the new DOD unit in Silicon Valley to use. So we can talk more about that later. But the, the church commission, and I don't know if we have up on the screen, uh, Senator Frank Church holding that uh, infamous uh, uh yeah, uh, shellfish toxin, shellfish gun, but that that was a real thing. And yep. so Senator Frank Church in '75 uh, had this committee to over to look into the abuses of this 
the CIA. Now, uh, much of it was overseas. Some of it was domestic, such as LSD experiments, Mockingbird. Have we heard that before? That was their program, the CIA's program to plant stories in, in uh, domestic and overseas media to counter Soviet propaganda. But a lot of it was overseas. The overthrow of El, uh, Salvador Allende in Chile, which by guess what, in the 90s, it turned out with the Venona Intercept releases, Salvador Allende was a communist. But so Church ran this thing. It was, it was good because there was a lot of things that needed to be reset. Okay, so that's good. But uh, you know, it is now developed. Now, we need to do this again, and it needs to be far more extensive. And you've talked about the fourth. We have to look into uh, the, the fusion um, of now IC and intel and uh, and law enforcement. Uh, we we uh, we separated with the wall uh, um, of IC and law enforcement uh, with Jamie Gorelick. But so we okay, we took that down, put them together. Now there's not there's no wall. There's a marriage. In fact, you can't even tell the difference between the IC and law enforcement now. We got to look into that. We got to look into FTX and the role of crypto. Okay, ho 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 ho. But hang on, ho ho. Slow down. Hold it. Slow down. Slow down. This is so profound, and and we're going to pursue this in the next days ahead. This is why we talked about the first hour show. What do you mean? We say, Jamie, right? What do you mean? There's been a merger. Because you're not supposed to be able to surveil, you know, domestically, you're supposed to be limited. As I realized the Patriot came along. But you said there's actually been a merger of the intelligence apparatus and law enforcement. This gets to the yeah, heart absolutely. of the matter. What are you talking about? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, not just, not just a merger. It's a marriage. You can't even tell the difference. Um, this is extremely dangerous because of the fusion of CIA operations, FBI, NSA, DHS, CISA, uh, to weaponize it. Now the target, back then the problem was predominantly overseas abuses. Now it's been weaponized against the American people. Um, in the 70s and 80s, I mean, during the Cold War, we had a huge intelligence community uh, uh, office in San Francisco to track down Soviet spies when it went away, when it was reestablished uh, and it was CIA, NSA, FBI, it was not established to chase down foreign spies. It was established essentially on another marriage, the marriage of big government and big tech. And this is where you get Elvis Chan carrying suitcases full of American citizen names to uh, Twitter and other places. So, yeah, there has been a fusion. You can't tell the difference between uh, 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 FBI and CIA on these on these operations. They, they are one and the same. So Kurt, we, only get, we only got a couple of minutes in, in the beginning of the, the weaponization of government. What do you, what does John Mills recommend they go to first? What what should be the first witnesses? Give me a, we got a couple minutes here. Give me two minutes on. They set the committee up. Jordan's now in charge. That's why he didn't want to be speaker. What should be his first target? Well, okay. First of all, let's say hey, Comey and Brennan are low hanging fruit. They lied on the intel community assessment on Trump in November December 2016. It's been factually established they lied. That's that's low-hanging fruit. Go go right after them. But start bringing in this foreign influence task force. And really, we need to see the charter. We need to see the legal basis. And who are they going after? Uh, by the name Foreign Influence Task Force, that would imply they're going after foreigners. However, 
this seems to be the basis of uh, going after Americans. So we got to we got to know exactly what the the charter legal basis. Why were they going after American citizens on the Foreign Influence Task Force? So, so you're, you're so saying that, the head, you're saying the head of the FBI. You, you want to go head of the FBI, head of the CIA, former heads. You get pretty big targets. It's a target rich environment. We got to bounce. Uh, give us the book. Where do people go? This book is about one man's journey, kind of an awakening deep inside the beast. Uh, where do people go? How do they get it? Yeah, the nation will follow dot com. The nation will follow dot com. Yeah, my journey, get me getting in front of the, the Durham investigation, at me fingering a bunch of these people. A great preface by Stephen K. Bannon. And uh, uh, this is uh, this is so this well, tells the story and the action look, plan for the citizen. Yeah, we, we actually know that the House is following. We think the nation is going to follow, but it's a, it's a it's an amazing book. The nation will follow your story inside the beast. Colonel Mills, thank you very much. Honor to have you on here. Thank you, Steve. Uh, If you want to immerse yourself in this, if you want to immerse yourself in this, you've got to do these readings. And we're going to put up information on Getter that will immerse you because you're in a strike. We're in a knife fight for the direction of salvation of this country. Crom Carmichael, we need people healthy. We need them to get a good night's sleep, but we need them to be healthy when they wake up. Salty. What you came up with was this kind of concentration of the best of the green tea. Tell us how, tell us what it is, why it is, and where does the War Room Posse get it? I got to tell you, so many people that we've turned on to this product just text me all the time. They love it. So give it to us, God bless Steve. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me on. And I was listening to your previous guest. Absolutely fascinating uh, show today. Um, Steve, the, 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 here's some simple facts. 19 million people died worldwide from cardiovascular problems in, in 2020. Now that's far more than COVID. So COVID got all the attention, but but heart disease was the number one killer. In the US, 40 people, I mean, a, a, somebody gets a heart attack every 40 seconds in the US and the Framingham study, heart study, which started in 1948, but continues to this day. Uh, what it has found is that cholesterol, uh, uh, high bad cholesterol, uh, is is what hurts the the cardiovascular system as a whole, and leads to so much of this of these heart attacks, and and our product uh, we we have a super enriched green tea extract <clears throat> with a very high concentration of a particular molecule called theoflavin, and that molecule has a lot of wonderful properties that it will help your heart. Uh, if you go to our website uh, by going to um, warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com and click on the uh, Our Science tab. There's a whole bunch of information, probably more than what most people would want to see, but if they're interested, they can do that. We got a great email from one of our customers uh, a couple of days ago named Lisbeth, and her bad cholesterol went from 150 to 71. Now, in my case, my bad cholesterol went from 130 to 89, and that was 18 years ago, and it's been under 90 ever since. I'm 74 years old. I take zero prescription drugs, and I think a big, big part of that uh, is because I've been taking soul tea uh, for 18 years. And so I would encourage the posse to go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. And if you use the code warroom at checkout, You'll get 50% off or $29.95 off of your initial shipment. 
in your in your regular continuity program. And the continuity program gives you three bottles for the price of two uh, and free freight, uh, which we ship every 90 days. We ship a 90 day supply and uh, it's a great product. And I will tell you, Steve, your group, your audience has been incredibly responsive and I'm very grateful uh, for that. Well, they, we we, we got to make the posse healthy. We got a long, tough fight ahead of us. We need healthy hearts. Crom, sure, thank you so much. Sure Appreciate do. it. Tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, we had four hours of intensity today. We're going to do it again tomorrow. It's going to be uh, off the chain, as we say. See you back here, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, Eastern Standard Time, in the War Room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. WARROOM POSSE, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.